Hello, and welcome to the Royal Hour Podcast, hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx. Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics. From entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced. From dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled. All from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you to the Anchor FM app because without it, the Royal Hour podcast would have never been able to see the light of day. Here at Anchor FM, it is a free 99 app that allows you to record and edit your podcast with all the tools that are available to you. And again, did I mention that it is totally free? Oh yeah, it is free, free, free. And this app is free. Da 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 da. It's free. It's the free ninety nine for me. With this app, of course, like I said, it's free. You get to edit and record your podcast. You have all the tools available. And it is distributed to other podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. So be sure to join Anchor FM today and let them know that the Royal Hour podcast by Prince Onyx sent you. Thank you. Ciao. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. So uh, we are going to talk about a lot of stuff today. So going to get some heavy things out of the way first. And I just want to talk about something that has really been happening. It's been happening for a long time now, but now we are in very, very unprecedented times. I know we are tired of hearing that phrase, but we are in a time where people are are beyond desperate. People are just, you know, in, you know, when you're living in, in poverty and you're dealing with all these other things and just so much in the world is going on right now, right? And so, you know, you have these rappers who, for whatever reason, they want to prove that they're the hardest. They want to floss so much. They want to flex so much. They want to turn around and shit on the same people that they're rapping to, shit on the same people who buy and support their music. And then, you know, you go to an area that even the locals out in L.A. will say that it's bad there. And, you know, you clearly had on, he had on jewelry, you know, had on the chains and all of that stuff, had your girlfriend, your, you know, your baby mama and y'all child, y'all daughter with you. So for those who don't know what I'm talking about, the artist known as P and B Rock, unfortunately was killed the other day, September 12th, 2022. And he was shot and killed during a robbery at a Waffle House. And he was only 30 years old. Um, and a lot of people are blaming his girlfriend. They, they blame the girlfriend, the baby mama, because she shared the location. Well, she posted a picture of the food that they was eating because they were at a, you know, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. They was at a Waffle House. So she posted a picture of the food, not him, not her, not their child, but just the food with the location tagged. Now, sharing your location on social media is never the smartest thing to do. Hell, even I do my best not to really do it like that. Um, Or I'll just make up like some, you know, thank God Instagram still lets you use like, you know, different names and shit like that. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, Like I could say I'm in Metropolis, you know, where Superman lives. But, you know, damn well, you know, you know, damn Metropolis. But, you know, you could like type in something like that. Or oh, I'm at the X-Mansion, you know, for my X-Men fans out there. You know what I'm saying? But you know you're not there. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? So people are blaming her. I'm not going to blame her because this woman literally just witnessed the father of her child, of their child, being gunned down and killed. And instead of someone administering first aid, they pulled out their phone and recorded this man bleeding out on the fucking floor. I am sorry that my language is going to be very offensive because this shit hurts. You know, I mean, like, you would think with what we have seen so far with Nipsey and how he got killed, Pop Smoke, how he got killed, um, 
shit, even what happened with Juice World, even though that was an overdose. But, you know, it's just like it's so many of these artists, these black men are dying at such alarming rates. And, you know, you got people like Tamika Mallory who will put up some stuff about, you know, oh, we need to protect the black man. The black man is an endangered species, blah, 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 blah. All of that shit, right? But what do we then say when the perpetrator is another black man? Clearly some bum-ass nigga who wasn't even on that girlfriend's fucking Instagram. Did anybody even really know who the fuck he was dating? Did anybody know her name? Did anybody know, you know, her, her Instagram handle? Like Cardi B even said, I doubt niggas was really on this girl's page. Niggas is outside lurking, and if they see that you look better than them and that you got something that they can, you know take to the nearest pawn shop or whatever the case is or that they can wear themselves but they're probably gonna pawn it they're probably gonna fucking pawn it because they need money it's like bro you went out to la several fucking times and in a in one of the most recent interview one of his last interviews unfortunately you went on to say how you know oh you've been uh tried so many times in la and you know ain't nothing ever happened yada 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 you've been you know robbed and all of this stuff and ran up on but you traveled around with no fucking security in what world is an artist is a celebrity is a rapper is a singer a, a, an actor in what fucking world are you going to travel without security where do they do that at you know and it's just it, it's just really scary and frightening because he was another artist on that Empire label. And it's just like, it seems like a lot of these artists on that label just keep dropping like flies. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems like a lot of people keep dropping like flies on that label. Shit is getting real scary. I don't know what the hell is going on, really. I'm not even going to try to tap into no conspiracy shit. But it's just really scary. And it's so tragic and unfortunate that this young man lost his life. And this shit could have been prevented. And it's not because the girlfriend, it's not because the baby mama, it's not because she shared the location. It's not because of that. Dude, you are flossing around in an area where even the residents out there in L.A. was like, hey, you know what? It's dangerous out there. Even the employees of that fucking Waffle House, they get robbed. Regular degla average citizens who just were there to just eat, have lunch or breakfast or brunch or whatever, they get robbed too. So, if that if if even the locals don't go go hanging around in that particular area, why would you? Because you had to prove that you the hardest. Why? I swear, a lot of you niggas love to have a pissing contest and who got the biggest dick and all of this stuff. It's asinine. This is like some fucking you know Roman Roman stadium type shit where we are killing each other for entertainment. And whose entertainment is it for? Because it damn sure ain't for the entertainment of us, each other. It's for the entertainment of the whites. Of course, it's for the entertainment of those who are going to make bank off of now pushing a posthumous album and any unreleased vocals or any unfinished songs, now random rappers or for the rappers who only met you and worked with you for a few hours who are now talking about, oh, we're balling and crying and it's fucked up and da-da-da-da. It's like, yo... For Kodak Black to tell that girl that, oh, she might as well, that hoe might as well kill herself. Like, y'all stay blaming a woman. Like, like even when the situation with Trouble, which I'm not going to lie, Trouble, he should have known better. And that girl is like, look, here's my thing. Ma'am, you know the type of dude who you was dealing with. And the fact that y'all shared a house, he clearly still had access to that home. It's like, girl, come on now. Like, I got to hold both her and him responsible because it's just like, damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the guy was crazy. He came in there and now that and now troubled and lost his fucking life. And he really was doing a lot for so many. And that's the I noticed that pattern, too. Is that there are a lot of these rappers who are doing so much for their fucking community. King Bond, Trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were doing stuff. Like, yo, y'all got to realize when you are a commodity, when you are... When you're the prize token, when you are the 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 Trojan horse, the whatever, you're the you know what I'm saying, like you are valuable. You have to be protected at all times. And please, for the life, for your for the sake of God and for just just oh God, because this is really upsetting for real. But flex culture, stop flexing. Because y'all are literally you know, you, you guys are provoking the wolves out here. 
y'all are provoking the wolves that are hungry and they smell, but in the first sight or scent of blood, they're going to pounce on it. Metaphorically speaking, the first scent of it, they're going to pounce on it. The first, you know, the first scent, they're going to pounce. Just like they would in the fucking junk, in the wild, in the jungle, whatever. They're going to pounce. And when they see that you're a mark, when they see that you're an easy target, they're going to go after you. They're going to go after you and not give one fuck at all. They're going to go after you because they can. Y'all make it easy. Again, why are you traveling with no security? With no security because you really think that you are that untouchable? You think you're that untouchable because, again, you want to prove that you're the hardest. For what? For what? You made it out of your circumstances. Many people most likely didn't, who you grew up with or who you used to fuck with or whatever the case is, and now you're gone, just like them. It's like, God damn, stop flexing and stop thinking that this shit is cool because it's not. It's not. We are losing too many folks today. If folks are not dying by suicide, folks are getting killed for stupid shit, for fucking materialistic shit, and it's it's fucking sad. And again, I pray for that young sister and for their daughter and for the family and friends who have lost somebody. I pray for them deeply. But she needs to definitely stay off social media because they are going to continuously harass you and drag you and tell you to just, you know, go ahead and kill yourself. Don't give in. Don't give in. Because your life is worth so much more. You have a child to live for. I just, that shit is really fucked up, y'all. I, I don't know what else to really say, but yeah, that shit is fucked up. And I just, I, I pray for everybody involved in that situation, except for the gunman. Because I don't know as of now, if they I don't even think they've caught the gunman yet. Um, and even then, it's just like, shit, I mean, just throw the motherfucker under prison. Throw, you know, throw him under the jail and just throw away the key. That's all I can say. But I will be right back after I pay some bills, y'all. Because like I said, we're talking about some serious things. So just strap up and um, viewer discretion, listener discretion advised. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G. Black and ugly as ever, however... So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Printonics sent you. Ow. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. So, child, look, where oh excuse me. <laughs> where, <laughs> where do I begin? So I have definitely talked about this before, but I'm revisiting this topic because I recently cut off um, communication and restricted access, basically just cut off this person from my life who is now a former friend and was also a client of mine. The reason being is that this friend in particular had uh, reached out to me, this was before I started charging for my services because he's a playwright so he writes and produces plays he's more of a theater guy and i'm you know the movie man the filmmaker right so he doesn't know how to convert uh, a script he doesn't know how to convert a play into a script so i offered to do it for him out and at first yeah it was out the kindness of my heart but also because i, I like the project i you know still wanted to produce it um 
we'll get to that in a second on why I say I still wanted, past tense, wanted to produce it with him. And now that will never happen. So, earlier this year, he had said to me that he was saving up for the production. Because I had sent, long story short, I had sent him an invoice. Because coming into this year, I started charging for my artistic services. No longer doing anything for free. Because anyone else that you're working with, you are paying them. So why should I just have to be the only one who doesn't get paid because we're friends? No. So, um, I, you know gave him an invoice i was like hey okay this would be five hundred dollars you don't have to pay the whole 500 right now you can do it in the hundred dollar payment install you know pay installments um we could do 250 250 if that'll be easier or hell even just 50 dollars here you know every two weeks or every week or 25 dollars whatever the bare minimum right you know because i know how it is out here times is hard so it's like I'm willing, I'm about one of the only people that I know who does payment plans. Because whenever I have spoken with producers about getting exclusive rights for beats, a lot of them have been scorned from previous clients in the past with the payment plan stuff. So they don't even do payment plans anymore. So you got to pay up front, right? So I'm just like, damn, it's really fucked up out here. And, you know, cinema photographers and all, like, I've been through it when it comes to trying to, like, hire people and, you know, having, you know, explaining my budget and why the price is what it is, not because I want to intentionally lowball them. No, it's just, hey, this is what I can afford to do. And it's a token of appreciation, but that wasn't enough. So here it, here it is. Herein lies the situation with my friend. This was back in February, February to March when we had spoke about the whole, you know, invoice and him saving up, yada, yada, yada. So yesterday, September 12th, I simply reached out just to get an update because it's been, you know, a while and I'm like, okay, well, I'm still working on the script and I haven't, you know, it's like, damn, like, okay, are you, is he going to ever pay? Like, again, payment plan, whatever. So I hit him up. I was like, hey, like, you know, um, I hit him up. I'm just like, hey, are you still uh, making the pro the payments. Are you still going to pay? What's going on with that? I just wanted to check, you know, check on him, you know, follow up and make sure everything was good. He took it as I came at him sideways, like, you know, bitch better have my money. It's like, no, I didn't come at you like that. I simply was doing a check-in to see if everything was still good. Cause I'm over here busting my ass, converting this damn script and formatting it. Because once you convert it and you got to format it, it's like, dude, I am literally formatting 120 fucking pages. And I'm just now getting to fucking what? 85 pages. I had to take some breaks because it's a lot of material that you wrote. Not to mention some some grammatical errors, not to mention stuff I had to it scrap out and then would tell you, hey, this scene may need to get taken out. This scene may need to get taken out. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew what I was working on, but then all of a sudden now, oh, I'm no longer interested in a production in that production. I'm just focused on my job, my art and my status. Well, this is a part of your art, this play right here that I'm converting into a screenplay for you. And I was simply just seeing if everything was still good, but clearly it's not. And then for you to say to me that, oh, I see it may, I seem like I'm hard pressed for the money, sir. It's not even like that. And even if it were, it's because dude, you are now one of those people who is jealous of me. You are upset with me. You're mad because you no longer have access to me like you used to and because I move differently you don't appreciate that you don't appreciate the fact that I finally woke up I'm feeling myself I'm smelling myself I'm realizing you know what I am the shit you know what I am that prince you know what I'm going to charge my worth and anyone who doesn't like it oh the hell well but for you to try to emotionally manipulate me just like the last friend did you know what I'm glad that we're done and I say that to say, because I really could have took this segment a whole different direction. Like, oh God, I could have been like hooping, hollering and cursing right now and, you know, losing my damn voice and da, 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 da. It don't even need to be like that. And that's the maturity in me. And I can hear it in myself. That's the maturity in me. So what I mean to say, so what I mean to say with this segment, y'all, to my fellow artists is never be afraid to charge, charge your worth. If they cannot afford you, someone else will. And never let somebody manipulate you and say, oh, well, I just thought as my friend, you would do something, you would do this out the kindness of your heart and yada, yada, yada. 
fuck doing anything out the kindness of your heart. Because doing something out the kindness of your heart does not keep your bank account full, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binaries. It doesn't keep your bank account full, now does it? And when you are down and out, and when you are struggling, and when you're going through so much, and these people know that, but they simply don't care, please remember, as my mother has to always remind me, well, not always, but when, when she is giving me sound advice, not everybody was raised like you. And I had to realize that, too, especially after these interactions with the friend from, well, the former friend the other day, and another friend from last week who really, really just showed me that, that he don't care about me neither. But here I am showing up for you through and through. Here I am showing up for you through and through, and this is the thanks I get. Like, you know, people will disrespect you as long as you allow them to and as long as you keep tolerating it. But when you put your foot down and you boss up on them, yeah, see how they really feel about you because that's when the truth going to really come out. They're going to really let you know how they really feel about you because to me, I'm see I'm finally seeing folks for who they are. Like this Saturn return and God damn it, this shit is going to fucking last until I'm like, what, 29 or 30, 31? Like, so I got to, I'm in for a long journey. But... This shit is really, it's, it's brutal. I'm not going to fucking lie. It's brutal. And there's somebody who I hold near and dear to my heart. He's 26 this year. He'll be 27 come June or May, whenever, whichever, because he's a Gemini. He'll be 27. And all I'm going to say is get ready, nigga, because you about to go through so much turmoil. And it ain't even a matter of, oh, I'm, you know, oh, I'm wishing this on him or did it. No, this Saturn return is kicking my fucking ass in ways that I never would have imagined because again like I said I'm, I'm waking up and seeing people for who they are and it hurts because these are the last people that I would expect to be users to be abusing me to be taking advantage of me you know what I'm saying like these are some toxic friendships that I'm really ready and willing to let go hell I already let go of one of them I don't mind letting go of another and another if need be because it's crazy how one of my best friends paid me to film their wedding. And she didn't have to do that, but she did. And, you know, that was that was just so, I was so thankful that she even, you know, came to me to even shoot it. So when I think about it, I'm like, well, this friend did it, but these other two, they just don't want to pay me. They just want to take, 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 because, oh, yeah, I know, oh, Prince Onyx, he good for it. No, I'm not good for it. Not anymore. Not anymore. See, back when I didn't have anything like that, I didn't have things together. Yeah, it was definitely doing a lot of stuff for free. But now, but now I'm charging my worth. If you don't give me a down, a down payment, a deposit, I'm not stepping out of the home, stepping out of my home. No, 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 sweetheart. I can go do something else. I can go work with someone else, or I could take myself out on a, on a self date, self care, whatever, or just stay in and watch Game of Thrones or House of Dragons or whatever show I want to binge watch or watch some movies and whatever the case is. I can do many other things, but what I will not do, what I will not do, is tolerate disrespect and being taken advantage of. And it's a shame that it's friends who are doing this. So be mindful of those friends who always want to use you because they know that you have something that they don't. Be mindful of those friends who are secretly envious of you and secretly jealous of you because those would be the ones that if they were given the chance, they would literally sacrifice you if it meant that they could live a better life. Always remember that. And that is what I'm realizing. Because as certain people are exiting my life, there are people who are supposed to be in my life that are coming in little by little. And I'm very appreciative of that. I'm very appreciative of them because they are showing up for me and they are coming through for me. But to you, to you bum ass, ain't shit ass, was never meant to be shit ass, little dick ass niggas, y'all can go to hell. Because it's just like, you know what? Truth be told, I, I I held on to the friendship when everybody else walked away. I held on to the bond that we had when everyone else let your ass go. Me, I held on. 
because I'm the type of person that gives somebody a chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. But now I'm no longer interested in doing that. I'm no longer interested in doing that because you will not use me. You know, no, you're not going to use me. You're not going to abuse me. You're not going to manipulate me. No. And I'm not going to sit there and tolerate it and still show up and, oh, I'm happy to be here. No, I'm not doing that anymore because it's a damn shame how I am being disrespected when I have not disrespected these people in return. So I just say that to say, y'all, be mindful of the company you keep and never be afraid to reevaluate your friendships. If things are rocky or you feel someone drifting apart, you feel things, you know, you feel some static, address that shit. And if you are an artist and you charge what you charge, do not change that. Now, if you give people, you know, did a little, you know, 10% discount, 20% discount, you know, you give people discounts, so be it. If you're doing a deferred payment plan, which again, payment plan, so be it. Handle your business how you have to handle your business, but make sure you are being paid. Make sure you are being paid. Make sure you are being paid. Make sure your invoices are paid. Make sure your invoices are paid. Make sure your invoices are paid. Because now that I've cut off that lame-ass friend, that former friend, that's $500 I'm, I'm never going to get. And in return, because I'm within my legal rights, the work that I was doing for him, he will never get it from me. And because I've made it so hard for him to even reach out to me, He's really in for a rude awakening. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't feel bad. Um, I'm not even going to say this person's name. I'm not even going to say his name or the other guy's name. Y'all know exactly who the fuck y'all are. And again, you can't even reach out to me. So good luck with that. You're going to be talking to a brick wall, i.e. talking to yourself. And just remember, this could have been different. This could have been different if you just would have been, if both of y'all would have been man enough to just speak to me and be like, hey, you know what? I don't have it right now, but I got this. Again, I unless I'm asking for some shit up front, I'm always willing to negotiate. I'm always willing to do a payment plan. And if the if what I say for the initial payment plan is too much, we can decrease it. The bare minimum is like $25, $50 a week or every two weeks, however you want to do it until that invoice is paid off. But you know what? At the end of the day, this is just another lesson that I have to take in. I have to just really sit with this, process this. But I just wanted to share that with you all because that shit, it hurts losing friends. Like some friendship breakups are some of the most hardest breakups that you can ever really go through. They are definitely painful, if not more painful than that of breaking up with your lover. Because it's like this person has known you for so fucking long. You've confided in them. They've confided in you. You've been there with them through thick and thin. You've been there with them for X amount of years. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have cried on each other's shoulders. Y'all have, you know, told each other different secrets, all types of shit. But when someone shows you that they don't give a fuck about you, you don't want to believe it at first. Like dead ass, I still don't want to believe that the former friend never gave a fuck about me. But after what he said to me and how he came at me the other day, yeah, he never cared about me. He never cared about me at all. But And on top of that, because he no longer has sexual access to me, because that's what it really is, sexual access. And this was before me and him even you know, started doing business together. You know, and truth be told, I really had sex with him out of pity. It was never out of... Oh yeah, I was attracted to you. No, you are not the most you are not the most attractive man on earth. You're literally up there with Aries Spears. Ill. So basically I fucked the equivalent of Aries Spears. Ugh, I hate myself for that. Anti Way. Anti Way. I'm talking about current day Aries Spears, not, you know, the uh black and white headshot photos of skinny Aries Spears. See, that was a different one. But you, you know, Anti Way. <laughs> it's like, dude, it was out of pity. But then I was like, you know what? I'm no longer attracted. I was never attracted to you. We don't need to have sex no more. And you kept trying it. And I was like, no, 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 no. So now that you no longer have sexual access to me, I've cut you off from that. It's just us being friends. You were really seething behind that because it's like, oh, how dare you? Oh, you don't want this good loving. Nigga, that loving wasn't good. I, I found better and had better. 
the fuck and and definitely shall please and i've definitely had bigger too because jesus christ all right 4.55 inches fuck out of here what am i supposed to do with that can't even feel that sir see i tried not to take it there but you know what fuck it i ain't i don't owe nobody no fucking loyalty because that's another thing motherfuckers ain't never been Certain people ain't never been loyal to me. The folks who are being removed out of my life ain't never been loyal to me, and they never even really respected me. And if you can't even do that, it's like, then, bro, you just around me as a clout chaser, or you just waiting for the right time to like knock my knock my head off, knock me off the chessboard, and for you to stand in the limelight, which is never going to happen. So it's just like, yo, again, I say this to my artists: get your motherfucking money, fuck what anybody gotta say, and when it comes to friends. Draft up those contracts, make sure they are signed, make sure everyone has a copy, make sure the invoice, you have a copy and they have a copy, and there are due dates on those invoices. And if they have not paid or give you a down payment or deposit or whatever the agreement is, no. N to the O. No. And that just is what it is. But all right, we will go pay some bills and we will be right back after these messages. didn't see you come creeping into my attic. Messy, isn't it? Well, no matter. No matter. Welcome to Mary's Attic, the storytelling podcast where your host, that's me, tells you tales that range from the horror section of my collection to the fantastical lands of fairy tale fan fiction. I'm so pleased that you have decided to join me as I take you through tales of mystery and mayhem. Whatever podcatcher of your choice that you are listening to this on, be sure to subscribe, comment, leave a five-star review, and tell anyone you can about this old attic of mine. After all, attics are truly more cozy when you have someone to share them with. Don't you agree? Mary's Attic is produced by me, Crystal Mary, whose artistic endeavors can be viewed at Mothlace, M-O-T-H underscore L-A-C-E on Instagram, where links to my Redbubble and published works can also be found in the description box. See you all in the attic. Hey everybody, what's up? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx, and I am back. So, let's talk about, you thought I was feeling you? That nigga much. Let's talk about Miss Ice Spice, which is a rapper from New York, you know, up and coming. She's been out for a few months now, and I'll get to that in a second. And let's just talk about the fact that I just, for me, it's funny how people come out and they've only been out for a few months, right? Because again, she's only been out for like four or five, going on six months. And because now she finally got a song that has finally picked up and gone viral on social media and everybody's catching on to it quoting that one part in the song you know nothing else is quotable but that one part now she feels like she can go from charging four thousand dollars which was her booking fee for her to come to a club and perform now it's going from four thousand to fifteen thousand off one song off one song and so she's canceled a bunch of contracts uh, with these club promoters, which truth be told, if these club promoter, promoters were really about their business, they could sue her for that because that's a breach of contract. Here's the thing. We all understand that as the saying goes, yesterday's price is not today's price. That's fair. However, this was an engagement. These were prior engagements to you blowing up. This is when nobody really knew you like that as far as like the internet goes and stuff like that. But now that you've blown up, you're letting your ego get inflated, just like that other rapper. I forgot his name, and he's definitely forgettable. But this other rapper who canceled a concert, or canceled a show, whatever, a concert or show, because it was only 75 to 85 people who bought a ticket. He canceled. But here's the thing. If he would have performed at that show... Because those people who bought the tickets were his fans. But that's the reality. See, a lot of y'all got this warped mindset. Y'all have this warped mindset that you feel like, oh, well, I'm viral and I got millions upon millions of views on YouTube and this, that, and the third. So I expect X amount of people, you know, hundreds of thousands of people to buy tickets. 
But in reality, it's only a mere fragment of that. So then you get upset and you cancel your show when, truth be told, if you would have played that show, sir, because I forgot his name, if you would have played that show, that 75 to 85 people would have then told their friends, who would have told their friends, who would have told their friends how dedicated and loyal you were and how you put on one of the best shows as if you were performing in front of 75,000 people, 7,500 people, um, seven, you know what I'm saying, like 750,000 people, you know what I'm saying, like your energy and your stage presence and how you still can rock a small show would have left the impact on them to where they would have been like, yo, more people need to get behind this brother and support him, yada, 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 you know? So I say that to say with Ice Spice, you know, with her, it's just like, girl, you thought the crowd was feeling you, bitch, you're the munch. Because truth be told, really, let's also talk about why you popped off, right? Why your music is popping versus other uh, other female artists, if we want to bring up the colorism thing. You know, let's talk about the fact that due to your body type and that you are fetishized for your skin tone and because you have a particular accent, that going along with your socioeconomical class puts you up there above artists like, and these are some new artists, so I'm, I don't expect the audience to know who I'm talking about, but just look them up. Uh, there's this artist called Kali, K-A-L-I, and she had that song that goes, um, he asked me for my number, I said, mm-mm, he wanted the, oh, damn, I forgot how that shit goes. Damn, but mm-mm, he asked me for my number, I had to hit him with the mm-mm, he asked me for the did did did. I said, mm-hmm. Like, what a, like, I'm really trying to remember how that fucking song goes, but you got her, she's, you know, she got some songs that, you know, are they, they're bops, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna try to say they're legendary or iconic, but a song is a song, it's a bop. Then you got another artist, um, Des Dior, who is dropping a new EP next week, and it features a song, or it better feature this song, that she did with my girl, Mariah the Scientist, so I'm definitely going to be bumping that. And I feel like some other artists that I'm forgetting now, um, but, you know, it's like people, you know, don't really pay attention to them. Well, with the girl Khalid, people did pay attention to her from that one song, but it's just like, you know, and, and even that people can argue that it's like, well, it's just one song, you know, it ain't like nobody's uh, memorable or nothing like that. But truth be told, when you look into their discography or you go check out more of their music, you'd be like, oh, damn, they actually pretty cool. But it's just like with Ice Spice, it's just like, again, you're getting too egotistical, just like that guy who canceled his show, you know, going back to the topic. You know, it's the egotistical, egotisticalness of these talentless hicks. And I say that because this is what happens when we keep rewarding mediocrity. This is what happens when we keep real uh, rewarding mediocrity. Then there was another video for a song of hers called Clarity where she's out here where she was <laughs> the girl was fucking twerking in front of a damn refrigerator uh, a fucking bodega uh, refrigerator section and I'm just like Girl, you ain't got no fucking budget for these videos using, you know, standing in front of and sitting in in, um, in these fucking rented cars. But here you go going from 4000 to 15000 Like, girl, you need the whole humble pie, the whole plate of it, the whole platter of it, because you really think that you finna be remembered for the next few years or so. But again, you don't care because a lot of these artists nowadays don't really care about lasting long. And that's why, like... When it came to her, when she was performing, when Ice Spice was performing at this show, and the crowd was literally mute. It was like crickets. Then when she said that one line that everybody knows, you thought I was feeling you, that nigga a munch. When she said that, you know, the crowd sung that part and then went right back to being quiet. But then when she turned around and started shaking ass, and again, I'm not trying to be no puritist, puritan, you know, respectability politic person. However... If you have, if the only thing you can offer is to just shake your ass and you ain't got no bars, no, not even a good ass beat, a hook, nothing like that, what exactly are we here for? Because I'm sorry, but ain't nobody finna pay whatever you would charge for a show just to see you shake your ass. Motherfuckers can see girls and guys, whatever you into, shake their ass for free on Twitter. Or And if you're really feeling them, you subscribe to their OnlyFans or whatever the case is, they webcam show and you get it busting. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. Then if you want me to be more real, you know, because people could bring up, oh, well, Doja Cat and Megan and this person and that person, they shake their ass on stage. Yes, but they actually have talent and they're dancing too. They're not just, and they, they're dancing too. They're not just shaking their ass. Like Doja Cat has choreography. Megan is, you know, she has her choreography um, as well here and there with, you know, certain songs like Savage and damn, what else? There was another song I feel like she has some choreography with. Fuck, I'm forgetting it. It was savage, and it was something else, and I'm fucking forgetting it. But 
Either way, they have talent. Whereas this girl, she's not going to be remembered too long. I mean, yes, it's September right now. And the BET Hip Hop Awards is next month. But after that, it's like, girl, yeah, you're going to be thinking that the industry was feeling you, but they just really looking to munch on you and munch and mooch off of you. So good luck with that, you know? And then apparently she got a Drake co-sign, which I'm like, girl, in your case, that Drake co-sign is not going to help you. So you really going to have to munch on that. Like, you really going to have to munch on that. It's just, I don't like how cheap art is becoming the art world hip-hop and rap and everything is just becoming so cheap into where anybody can fucking do it and anybody can do it and it's just like y'all don't have no follow-up no nothing y'all ain't really got nothing together and again the audacity and the the nerve the gumption for you to be like for you to feel like again because of this one song popping and now it has 6.6 million views which a lot of people are just checking it out just to see what the fuss is about. A lot of people ain't really finna pull up to a damn show for who the fuck is really finna pull up for Ice Spice? We're gonna pull up for Spice, the, the dance hall queen, the queen of dance hall, but who the fuck is really finna pull up for Ice Spice? Tell me, because I would really like to know. For real, I would really like to know who is really finna pull up for this girl. A girl who looks like um the, the a fucking cross between Annie and the lead canker sister from Eddie and Eddie. Who is really finna pull up for this? Who is finna pull up for this? It's like, girl, you are a walking meme, by the way, and a fucking walking read. It's like, girl, please. And I wouldn't be surprised if she hop her ass on on the Breakfast Club somehow, some way. But even then, it's like, girl, Charlamagne and um, DJ Envy and whoever the new person is, if they even got a new person yet, because I don't know if Angela Yee left yet. But they just going to ask you the, probably the same question on, like, do you have a follow-up? Do you got an EP coming? Like, what's next? Because if you ain't got nothing lined up, girl, you are finna be here today, gone tomorrow. And if you don't own the rights to your song, which I'm pretty sure she may not, girl, your shit finna end up being used in trailers, music video, well, not music videos, trailers, uh, TV shows, movies, but really all that shit is gonna be some 2B movies, maybe a BET Plus feature here and there, maybe a BET feature, I don't know, but it's a matter of how you play your cards right, but I don't think you can really take this as serious. I don't think that you can really take this as serious as somebody like a Megan would or has rather. Megan is a serious artist. I like there's artists that I feel like are going to be around for a while. And here they are. Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Little Nas X, Saucy Santana. Uh what's her name? SZA, if even though we still are waiting on another album, but that's another conversation. Summer Walker, Mariah the Scientist. Um I'm forgetting this person. Ah Ari Lennox, Chloe and Holly. I'm trying to think there's another one. I'm trying to at least name like 10 of them. Mm, Lucky Day. These are artists that I can see lasting and standing the test of time. Rather, whereas someone like Ice Spice, again, she's going to be here today, gone tomorrow, and she'll probably pop up with an OnlyFans link and trying to come off, come up off that, which she definitely will rack in the funds from that because, again, she is fetishized. Therefore, she is aggressively, aggressively being you know, sexualized and devalued to a degree. And I'm not going to lie. There are people who are just downright saying some disrespectful stuff to her. Like there was this one girl who quoted uh, the video for No Clarity, the video that's circulating on Twitter. There was this one girl who quoted it and said, this, she looked like the type of girl that was um, sucking dick under under the staircases in school. You could tell by the way she, uh, the shoes that she rocking that, and that uh, fro of hers. I just can't. And it's just like, see, there's a way to critique somebody, but that right there, that was that was that was a dig. For no that came out of nowhere. It's just like, damn, like, did you see a girl who looks similar to her steal your man in high school or something? And that's why you just came at her with that aggression, you know? But also with this with her being sexualized and fetishized, it's similar to Doja Cat and how a lot of these rap you know, a lot of these men in rap, a lot of these rap niggas, they you know, fetishized Doja, but they were upset at the fact that, oh, she's dating a white man and all she dates is white dudes, but she says the N-word in her song, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, well, hey, that's another conversation that we can have. That is another conversation that we can have. It is. But in the same breath, it's like the way that y'all treated Doja or any woman that is light-skinned, hell, Doja Cat, uh, Lotto, Rennie Rucci, now Ice Spice, you know, women who are of a lighter hue, like people will see her as a sex symbol before anything. So even if she was to really try to take her rapping serious, that's why it's like, girl, eh, it's like, child, you, it's, it's giving gimmick. It's giving gimmick. And I'm not sorry when I say that, but it's giving gimmick. And that just is what it is. Like, 
you better ride this wave out while you can, but once it's over, you better have something to follow up with. But even then, if you have something to follow up with, it won't be as memorable as thought I was feeling you, that nigga a munch. It won't be as memorable as that. And that's just the flat out truth. Now, again, do I wish that on you? Absolutely not, because you deserve to have whatever type of career that you deserve to have, just like with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I deserve to have, a, you know, longevity. I'm building a legacy. I deserve that, too. But I under, but I'm also not trying to like blow up quick and you know become just become famous overnight or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like because again, that overnight success and going viral, you oftentimes then find yourself in like you know in this trap. It's like entrapment to a degree. You find yourself trapped in this weird like hamster wheel situation where you're constantly trying to reinvent yourself, but you're trying to do the same thing over and over again to stay relevant, but also to recapture that moment again. But see, the the trick is when it comes to folks who went viral, they went viral by accident. Like they didn't mean to go viral, but a lot of people have it in their mindset nowadays to go viral, go viral, go viral, go viral, you know? So yeah, with Ice Spice, it's just like, girl, I will wish you the best, but it's just like for me, for me, it's giving no longevity. Again, you will probably be at the BET Hip Hop Awards at the red carpet, probably won't get no awards because you just, you know, your song just took off and, you know, the votes are probably already in. I doubt they will have you in a cypher. And even if they did, it would probably be embarrassing. Um, you know, so it's just like things have took off for you quickly. But by like the spring of 2023, and that's me being nice, no one's going to really remember you for real, for real. Like you're a running gimmick, a running gag. There'll be some something else and someone else that'll just come along. And that just is what it is. OK, but in, but anyway, let me know what y'all think about that, because for real, like I said, we are rewarding mediocrity so much in the world right now. And it's getting to the point where just anybody, anybody like any like, you know, it's just getting to the point where anyway, like anyway, anyone can just anyone can just be something that is just like folks work their ass off for. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been at this art shit since the fifth grade and really, really working on it since high and working at it since high school. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not complaining like I used to because I know that my path is my path and things are going to happen for me how they're supposed to happen because I'm I'm very leery towards the whole viralness you know what i'm saying if the shit pops the shit pops you know what i'm saying if it's like okay let me you before i get out of here like little nas x for example he was making all types of songs before he did old town road and old town road was the one song that it was a hit that stuck like grits and it took off but he's been able to follow up with and that EP that he dropped and the uh, Montero album and then hopefully the next album he's able to follow up again you know what i'm saying but also He's not trying to burn himself out, you know, and I'm glad that he's not because I was worried for him at one point. I was like, oh, damn, I hope you don't run yourself into the ground too fast, too soon. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just now rising and getting everything that you want. And, you know, he came out at the right time to, you know, let everybody know that he was gay, came out at the right time when the success and the fame was there versus him trying to come up. And then, you know what I'm saying? So it's just there's just a way there's a strategy for everybody. There's a strategy for everybody at the end of the day and it's just a matter of you finding what works for you and just keep going keep going but if you're not going to keep going then just ride out this momentum while you still have it and once it's gone it's gone that's it that's all you know i mean i spice you are no one's cupcake and that just is what it is but anyway let me know what y'all think about that com that section this segment rather and i'll be right back after i pay some bills and then we will get ready to wrap on up Wrap it on up and get on up out of here. Peace, and I'll be right back. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder once again. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment and tell a friend to tell a friend. Because when this show grows, so do you as the royal court. So I want to thank you all again for tuning in and just give a friendly reminder to be sure that you are sharing with your friends, your family, your lovers, hell, your one-off, jump-off, whatever the case is, and let them know the royal hour is the place to be and the podcast you want to listen to. And now back to the show. 
What's up, everybody? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx, and I am back for our last segment of the show. And you know what? I just <laughs> I just realized I'll never be letting y'all know that like which is the last segment or whatever the case is. And I'm gonna really try to like hold myself to start doing that more. It's just I just want the conversation to keep going, and then I'll be like, ain't nobody anybody finna sit through a fucking three hour podcast, okay? But anyway. So, in the last segment, uh, talking about Miss Ice Spice, you thought I was feeling you, that nigga munch. Anyway, girl, fuck out of here. Anyway, I brought up the word legacy, and it got me thinking because four days ago, there was in um, South Carolina, in Chester County, South Carolina, there was a horrible car accident that killed three young black men, two of which were sex workers, and they were well-known gay porn stars. And it's really unfortunate, um, the passing of them, because they had so much life in them and, you know, so much life ahead of them, you know what I'm saying? But uh, for the victims, Treshawn Simmons and Daniel E. Wing III in particular, because the other guy, his name was Thomas Grant III, uh, but for Treshawn and Daniel, the their legacy, it's just, it's, it's fucked up because their legacy is porn and that's all people will know those who watch their you know watch their videos will know them for right and the reason why i say it's fucked up is because someone who they collaborated with and who they knew who was a friend of sorts which you know i mean if you're penetrating your friends hey whatever floats your boat and helps both of y'all stroke you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna judge too 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 much however with someone who um they had collaborated with he felt the need to uh, pay a tribute to one of the guys who passed away. And his tribute was a video of him and one of the men who passed away fucking, having sex. And it, what's fucked up about it is one of two things. One is that you use this to promote your OnlyFans, but also this is a real psychotic, narcissistic way of honoring your friend who just passed away you know what i'm saying and the caption even is weird too it's like he says something about my dear friend oh how i'm gonna miss every moment with you the good and bad the ups and downs throughout it all you know since the day we met you know it's been nothing but amazing but it's like the video but what you chose is a video not a video y'all hanging out having a goofy moment at the gym or in a car or you know at, at a movie theater or just at a park or something like that no or not even a selfie of y'all in, in at the park or whatever or you know at a water park or just chilling no you chose a video of you and him having sex and this is how you want to honor your friend like i'm sorry but it's like and this is you know what fuck it if i'm leaning into respectability politics so the fuck be it because we got to, like, do better with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just weird, too, because it's just, like, what does that then say for the people who, like, are subscribed to the to their only, to the two gentlemen who passed away, uh, the two out of three gentlemen who passed away? What does that then say about people who are subscribed to the OnlyFans and didn't get the memo that they passed away? They'll probably be, like, waiting for new content and that won't ever come. But then what's even more weird is that, like, one of the companies that they worked for which is Black Rain that produces the Breed of Raw and uh, Raw City Twinks. And look, Chad, I, look, I'm a porn connoisseur. Don't fucking judge me. Anyway, they had posted about it and, you know, because they worked with them and, you know, they were just giving their deepest prayers and condolences. So I can respect them for that, you know, because, um, of course, they had like their stage names, which uh, one of them, I want to say it was Treshawn. He went by Black Mamba Inc. And uh, Daniel Ewing, he went by... I can't even pronounce his stage name, child, but I'm going to try. Um, Hakuna Bad? Yeah. So, you know, they have their stage names and they were given, you know, they were, you know, in memory of and they posted the links to the story about what happened with the uh, car crash. Because what happened with the crash was they were, let me see if I got it right. So they were traveling south on the I-77 interstate, but there was a pickup truck that was driving the wrong way. It hit them. And Treshawn Simmons, Thomas Grant III, and Daniel Ewing III, they got ejected out of the um, out of the car, and they all died upon impact. And it's it's so unfortunate because again, they had so much life ahead of them, and you know, it's just now you got these families that are heartbroken and just you know really fucked up behind this because it's like God, and then to find out uh, Grant, he. Um, his 19th birthday was coming up like he was about to turn 19 like just graduated high school you know like had a had a 
had everything going for him and it's just so unfortunate but what's more unfortunate is that this is how they will be remembered in black gay space as you know guys who you got your rocks off to and that's got to be weird especially now again knowing that they've passed away and you're watching their videos knowing that they're gone like i just uh, it's, it's something weird about that from a real extraterrestrial place a real spiritual place there's just something weird about that but i also want to hold um I also want to hold Black Rain accountable because they had posted something about, um, yeah, they posted, well, they posted a screenshot uh, of a picture from a funeral home for where the funeral will be. And so a lot of people on Twitter were like, you know what? I don't think this is the move because then folks may try to like pop up at the funeral. And then it's like, that got to be awkward for like these strangers who your son had an impact on and you don't know what type of impact they had on them. But they're, you know, I mean, they're paying their respects. You know what I'm saying? I can give them that. But that's got to kind of be weird. I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. Those are just my thoughts. But it's just super unfortunate that these these brothers passed away. Again, they had life ahead of them. And it's just like, damn, now they're gone, you know? Because who's to say? Like, they probably want to, like, do other stuff outside of porn. And, you know, it's just, uh, like, legacy is so important. And you just want to be mindful of the things that you do in this space and in this realm because that is how you will be remembered you know what i'm saying and you just want to be remembered in a way that's a way that is hmm how can i say this a way you want to be remembered in a way that isn't that isn't so much smut i'm just there's no other way to put it like you don't want to be remembered in a way where it's like you were a slut and you know you were just remembered as the nigga that took a lot of dick fucked a lot of dudes in the ass was the best creamer, whatever the case is, like, you don't want to be remembered in certain ways. But, you know, hey, they did what they did. I give them respect and props for it because, you know, sex work is work and it's a hard job to do. It's not the easiest thing as much as people think it is. And they did a damn good job. But I just wish that we would have saw more of them outside of the realm of sex work. And unfortunately, we won't. And you know what's crazy is that there was another uh, porn, black gay porn star some months ago, or think about it, no, I think two years ago, rather, who had died in a car crash as well. Um, it was the porn star Mac Daddy. And he was another one who was known, um, dude, he was known thanks to the Black Rain, you know, Breed of Raw, Raw City Twinks. Again, don't judge me. I'm just, hey, porn connoisseur, shut up, mind your business. Antsy way. <laughs> but he was another one um, that was known through the Black Rain Company. And it's just really awkward that he also died in a car crash. I don't know. I'm not trying to like come up with no conspiracies, but that's just so awkward to me. I was just like, wait, what? Then there was another porn star who he unfortunately had died by suicide. Um, they There was no details about how exactly he died by suicide, but he died by suicide. And that's the other thing too. It's like when it comes to the adult entertainment industry, you got to realize that that shit burns out quicker than someone being a regular degla entertainer. You know what I'm saying? Being like a one-hit wonder or something like that. Or you were in a couple of movies and then that was it. No one heard from you or seen of you again. It's like with adult entertainment, you can literally be gone and forgotten. And people wouldn't, won't even know if you have, you know, passed and transitioned, if you died or whatever the case is, unless they were like hardcore fans of yours. And even then, if they were hardcore fans, they wouldn't know. So that's why I'm like, especially in this day and era with... Um, this day and era with with OnlyFans and stuff like that. It's like, I can't imagine like you're waiting for new content from somebody who you've subscribed to and you're never going to see that content because it's never going to happen because they've passed. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I that's where my mind goes. I'm like, damn, so what's going to happen to their like virtual imprint? Is it going to be erased? Is it going to be archived? Like, uh, I just... Yeah, like, I'm just, just like, what's going to happen? What's going to come of, what's going to come of this, you know? So I just really want people to really be mindful of what they are doing and what type of legacy you're going to build because you just, just, man, that shit really is on my mind. Like, what is going to happen to them, you know? So I don't know, but and I'm not, you know, the fucking seer or the future seer or whatever the case is. Like, hey, I'm not Destiny from X-Men who can see into the future and shit like that, but... What I will say is, again, RIP to these men, uh, to these young men. I really wish that we could have seen where their life would have gone 
And who knows, they could have fucked around and been like doctors that came up with the cure for diabetes, for cancer. They could have been engineers. They could have been, you know, the greatest HVAC people. They could have been mayors, whatever, politicians. Like they could have really went on to do some some cool, dope shit. Who knows? But it's just their their legacy is is it's it's tacky. Their legacy is tacky, unfortunately. But what's really tacky is that one motherfucker who decided, oh, let me honor my friend, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, let me honor my friend by uploading a video of us fucking with the fucking cap, with the caption in, in, the, in the text on the screen talking about coming soon. Like, so you use this as an opportunity to promote your own OnlyFans. Again, that is psychotic, narcissistic behavior. And it's, it goes to show how we do not really address that in the black gay community. And we really do when it pertains to mental health. Because a lot of these sex workers, truth be told, this is just a little sidebar. A lot of these sex workers are not mentally stable. That's not a dig. That's not a shade. That's not a read. It's none of that. It's the God honest truth. A lot of these guys are not mentally stable. And I pray for their mental health because this J-Rock dude, who this J-Rock Walker, who really thought that was a great idea to, that's how you honor your friend? Like, here's the thing, again, I'm not judging because, oh, y'all had sex or nothing like that. No, but you didn't have, like, a regular picture of y'all, like a selfie of y'all, again, at the gym or at the movies or nothing like that. This was the best thing you could do was upload a fucking, um, a, a, a fucking, no pun intended, but a fucking five second video of you giving this, this dude back shots. Like, I didn't even want to believe it at first when I saw the tweet because somebody had tweeted about, oh, how you gonna, um, how you gonna post a sex tape as an RIP post for your friend that passed away? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I clicked on the thread and I'm like, okay, what the hell is he talking about? Clicked on the link and I was like, you know what? There's no way in heaven, hell, earth, heaven, hell, or earth, or purgatory that this is real. But unfortunately, it is. But anyway, y'all, look, like I said, this is the last segment. So let me know what y'all think about that when it comes to being a sex worker and having a legacy. And if you were the, if you were out here doing sex work, how would, I don't know, like, how would y'all feel about that? Like, the, this, is the, this is how people will remember you as the person who was taking back shots or just, you know, slinging mad dick or whatever the case is. And, you know, it's just, it's weird. Like, it's weird, for real, for real. Because it's just like, it, like that makes, me, that makes me think about, like, what if you are watching a porn and it's one of your favorite OG porn clips, videos, whatever, that you got saved in your bookmarks or some shit like that. Whole time, you don't even know that one or both or however many performers are in the video, a few of them are, are no longer here. Like, that just, spiritually, that makes me feel uncomfortable. That makes me feel weary. I'm just kind of like that. That creeps me out, truth be told. Because then I'm just like, you know, what type of spirits are you then inviting into your bedroom? Because sex magic is another form of magic as well. So if you're pleasuring yourself, you know, while watching that stuff, who knows what type of what, what type of portal you are opening up, and then those spirits that you are inviting into your room and into your overall life. Like I just, man, when I tell you, I would have to if I if I found that out, you know, after I didn't finished. I would grab some Florida water, cleanse myself, cleanse my screen, and light some sage and some incense and just clean my whole damn room out. For real, for real. Like, if I know or found out after the fact, whoo, girl, I... <laughs> look, look, I... <laughs> for real, I, I don't know. That just is weird. That's weird to me, okay? Like, I just... What? What? Child... But look, I'm going to go ahead and get on up out of here. This has been another great show. I thank y'all for tuning in. I'm sorry in advance. There won't be a bonus episode this week. But next week, next week, yeah, I got something really special cooking up for y'all. My girl Crystal Mary will be back. And I will hopefully, as long as things are still in the works, I will have another guest for a separate episode. But I got some things that I'm cooking up for you guys. So. I hope you all enjoyed. Let me know. Please be sure to rate, comment, uh, leave, you know, five-star rating, share, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a cousin, tell your mama, your baby mama, your baby daddy, whoever about the Royal Hour Podcast. And I'm going to go ahead and get on up out of here. So I will see y'all next time. Peace. Hey guys, what's going on? I just wanted to let you guys know before we get on up out of here with your good guy here, Prince Onyx, I just want to let you lovely people know where you can find me. So if you are in the TikTok streets, you can find me at Prince of the Go. That is P-R-I-N-C-E. 
O-F-T-H-E-G-O. And the go is short for Chicago. Or you can just simply type in Prince Onyx and I will pop up. Now that same name I just gave you, Prince of the Go, you can also find me under that same moniker over at Instagram. You know, trying to keep in tune with the whole Prince royalty background, you know, the brand. (laughs) And you can also find me under my second Instagram, Prince of Gotham with the number one and Gotham, like, you know, Gotham City, you know, in case you guys haven't put put two and two together, comic book reference. And you guys can also find me at Fanbase Prince Onyx. And you can also find me on these Twitter streets, Prince Onyx World. Now that after you spell out Prince, the Onyx is O-N-Y-X, all capitalized, and World is spelled W-R-L-D. So it's World minus the O, and that is all capitalized as well. So be sure that you are following me and keeping up up to date with me and staying in touch with me as I want to hear from you lovely people. And other than that, we will go ahead and get on up out of here. So I love you guys lots. And let me know your thoughts on this recent episode. Until we meet again peace oh and how could i forget you can also find me on youtube prince onyx hello come on out i'm definitely trying to keep this brand going and going and going and going not even trying i am keeping this brand going but again i just want you guys to know where you guys can find me all right talk to you later peace